so far. Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. This is your host, Doc. We're going to be doing a special hip-hop show. 98% of the show is going to be all hip-hop, but I do have a couple of minutes to spare before we get our guests to call in with their opinions, and we're going to chop this up. We're going to talk 80s, 90s, 2000 trap. Garbage, female, best dead, best alive, best lyricist. Uh, we're going to talk who you dislike, who you thought was underrated, who you thought was overrated. We're going to talk what you're listening to right now. We're going to talk rap groups, mixtapes, underground. You got it. Producers, anything to do with hip-hop, music, not the culture, not uh, clothing, things of that nature, but we are going to talk about the music aspect, not videos even. This is Strange Talk with Doc. This is a podcast that deals with a lot of different subjects. Today, I decided to just make it one vein. I want to thank my buddy, June. He came up with the idea, so I figured I'd run with it. But normally, on a normal basis, every Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Strange Talk with Doc, which you can hear on most listening platforms, and I would really like for you to like, share, comment, Basically, comment is the most important thing. Subscribe, like, share, but the comments mean a great deal to me. Feedback is what keeps things like this going. I hope that you enjoy it. You could also call in live if you like. I am on uh, TalkShoe. The information, you can find it on my Facebook site, Strange Talk with Doc. Go there. Any information that has to do with the show, if you'd like me to be a guest on your show, Please, holler at a brother. I'm with it. I can talk on all subjects. I discuss any and everything. Nothing is taboo over here. I'm not trying to open somebody's third eye. I ain't kicking the knowledge. I ain't busting some deep shit. I'm just talking about what's going on. But one thing I will never do, and I promise you that, is I will never gossip. I don't get involved with gossip. I don't get involved with who's dating who. I don't give a rat's ass. I'm a Brooklyn cat, a real cat. So who's banging who, who's dating who, who's seeing who, who broke up with what? That ain't my world. So I just want to talk about a couple of things before the show starts. Usually at 9, it's about 8.52 a.m. Sunday morning. So I got a couple of minutes to spare, and I just want to talk about a couple of things. Well, the 4th of July is coming up this week, people. I want you to have a good time with your friends, your families, your cookouts, Whatever you may be doing, going to see fireworks, hitting the road. But when you hit that road, man, lady, please be sober. Have some dough in your pocket. Set up a Uber, a Lyft. Have a friend who doesn't drink to do the driving. Don't be on the road putting yourself or somebody else's life in jeopardy. You don't want to end up on the 5th of July in a hospital or in a jail cell. You don't want the guilt that you might have cost another human being their life. So be smart, be safe, and enjoy the hell out of yourself. It's hot all over the country. Be cool, like I said, and be safe. So we got this, another fucking person has died in the Dominican Republic. This is a month now, and the numbers are becoming ridiculous, but finally people are starting to wake up. 
because they say tourism has dropped off 74% over in Dominican Republic because this is too mysterious, it is too ongoing, and there's too many lives being lost. Uh, I don't hear these senators, congressmen, and a tourist board of the United States of America making enough fuss about this. They should be up in arms that citizens are dying abroad and nobody's really discussing this. The people who are discussing this is talk show hosts, podcasters, people online. But the people in the media, it's like they're turning a blind eye to this. And it's not just a black thing because these are white people, these are Hispanic people, these are people of all uh, financial backgrounds that are being affected. And uh, enough of enough, an end has to be put to this. We had a UFC card last night. Del Santos fought in Gognu. Uh It was a good card. There were a lot of good, clean, first-round knockouts. There were some long submissions. There were some good bouts. So if you have not seen this card, it actually was a freebie on ESPN, which is a rare thing right now for UFC. Usually it seems like they either pay-per-view or ESPN+. Plus. But this one was actually a freebie, so I'm sure that there's some way, if you have not seen it, that you can find this broadcast and rewatch it today if you got nothing else to do. But if you got nothing else to do, check out the Yankees play Boston Red Sox today. They're over in London, England. Yesterday's game was insane. It was actually a football game. Yankees won 17-13. I'm a huge Yankee fan, lifelong Yankee fan. It was it's just too much runs. The game was five hours long. Uh, England didn't even deserve it. I'm sorry, England. Y'all didn't deserve a game that good. Even though it was very long, y'all deserved to see some. We should have sent you two shit teams. We should have sent you somebody like the Devil Rays and the Phillies or something like that. But for England to get a Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees, to kick off baseball for the first time in history over there, and they hitting bombs. They had that short porch. It was only 385 yard feet. So I'm expecting, hopefully, a better played baseball game, you know, like more of a classic baseball game, maybe a Yankee 7-4 to four win. No, no more of these uh, two touchdowns, a field goal versus a touchdown and two field goals. That's not really baseball, people. That was more scoring in that game than in the Super Bowl. So Robbie Mueller said he's going to testify about the Russian uh, investigation before Congress in public on July 17th. Trump is naturally calling this presidential harassment. harassment. And to tell you the God's honest truth, I think that Trump is out of control as usual. We know that Mueller is not going to say anything worth a damn. He's actually going to blow this off as, I had nothing, there's no collusion, there's no blah, blah, blah. So it's basically a waste of time and energy for you to sit in front of a television and watch this nonsense. You gotta have something better to do. You could straighten out your closet, you can read a book, you can go visit a sick friend in a hospital, do something. Uh, cut your lawn. Wash your car. This is bullshit. I mean, I haven't even started with these Democratic presidential debates because it's too early for me. 
I don't need all the minutia so early. I'm going to wait a little while as this thing heats up. Let's get a little closer to a year out where some of these people actually get phased out because it's just too many Democrats running for president and there's not enough Republicans. I mean, somebody please straighten me out. Is Trump running unopposed by the Republican Party? I mean, is this a real thing that's happening? He's running unopposed? I mean, because who is he debating? When is his debate set up? I haven't heard anything about it. So right before we get to this hip-hop, I do want to talk to NBA free agency. It looks like Kimber Walker today is going to sign outright with the Boston Celtics. I think that's a pretty good move. I wish that he could have stayed in Charlotte. That was his team. I think that Charlotte needs some, some pieces around him. I think that uh, Michael Jordan needs to stop being a cheap motherfucker and saying he doesn't really want to pay anybody more than he got paid. So it seems like it's an ego thing with MJ. I don't know. Kimba bust his ass. He scored over 25 points a game. I don't like that people are trying to downgrade Kimba's game. I think that he's going to fit in very well with those young bucks up in Boston. I am not a Celtics fan. I am a 100% Spurs fan. That's it. Everything else is just basketball. The only team I care about in the NBA is the Spurs. With that being said, the big dog in this draft is not Kevin Durant. It is not uh, Kyrie Irving. It is not Klay Thompson. It is Kawhi Leonard. I think that if Kawhi Leonard decides to go and play for the Los Angeles Lakers. He's going to change the whole atmosphere of the NBA. I don't see any way, shape, or form that the Lakers don't go on at least a three-championship run. Even if LeBron gets injured, you have AD and Kawhi to pick up the slack. You, you do the combination. If one of the three get injured, the other two are still there. You still got Kuzma coming off the bench. I got a I got a real deep feeling in my heart that if he takes the veteran uh, minimum, Carmelo Anthony will be a good fit. And I'm not a Carmelo Anthony fan, but Car- Carmelo Anthony will be a great fit for the Lakers. He could just stand out on the wing. He doesn't even really have to go to the hole. He could preserve his body and just shoot jumpers. Uh, I think there are a couple of other guys out there. If you can get Kawhi, and you definitely get Danny to join the Lakers, Danny Green, then the Lakers, I mean, almost a lot. You wouldn't even be able to go to Vegas or Jersey or any place that takes sports betting in this country and actually put down any kind of money where you could make money back on the Lakers. They would be the favorites that big. Uh, They're talking Kyrie going to Brooklyn. Kyrie, it seems like Kyrie wants to be close to home. It would basically give him his own team. I guess him and Russell could run together. I don't see that being a bad thing. I don't see that being a bad thing at all. So maybe Kyrie and Katie both go to Brooklyn. I don't know how that's going to work out, but it's a possibility. Okay, somebody's called in. Who we got? It's June. Hey, June, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, man? Not much, man. I'm just sitting there talking about the NBA free agents before I get to this hip-hop list. Yeah. But uh, uh, I see the best fit situation for Butler 
Jimmy Butler is to stay in Philadelphia. I think that's the kind of team for him. I don't I don't see him fitting everywhere. Right. But I see him fitting in Philly with his like rough and tumble style. They seem to love him there. He has a he has a role he could fit with that team that wouldn't bother Simmons nor Embiid. Embiid is a clowner, a jokester, and Jimmy Butler brings the funk. So that team needs a guy. He wouldn't fit with the Lakers. He wouldn't fit with LeBron. I don't see him fitting with LeBron. So I'm taking that one off the table. The Clippers don't need Jimmy Butler because they already got Patrick Beverly. How many rough riders are you going to have on one team? You got to have out-and-out ballers, too. So, and, and I never believed in this nonsense of Kyrie kissing back up to LeBron and going to LA. I, I don't see that happening. I think the Nets the Nets get him and KD. And and I think unfortunately my hometown which I'm not a fan of, the New York Knicks get Buckus. They get nothing. They're yeah. going to end up with Tobias Harris, that kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, that's all they're going to get. They got all this money, but they got this thing called Dolan they got this jackass called Dolan, and that's the end of that. Nobody wants to play for Dolan. Nobody. Right. You have any free agent thoughts? Uh, Come on now, speak. We 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 got people listening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I like Kimba. Better than Kyrie right now. But for what and where? Well, Kimba would be. um, I I wanted Kimba for the Knicks instead of Kyrie and KD. Because one of the factors was like what you said. um, Not about with Kyrie and LeBron, but I just. Kyrie's attitude is like. He doesn't really like playing with young guys. So if you got a team made up of mostly young guys, even though you and somebody else might be the two main stars, I don't see how that – because when he was with LeBron, they had, you know, J.R. Smith and Kevin Love and those type of guys. Yeah, Boston – Thomas. Yeah, Boston, Kyrie didn't really work good with the, the other youth there besides um, – and plus this guy – um. Uh, Gordon Hayward, I guess he never was the same because after he got hurt. But they, know, he, he's he, he's not going to go for a, you know team like that. To me, uh, you know. with me, it has nothing to do with talent. I think that Kyrie Irving might be one of the most talented gods who has ever lived in this entire planet. Yeah. Kyrie's is Kyrie's what's between the two ears. Kyrie's a lunatic. Yeah. (laughs) Kyrie thinks, I mean, this is, I'm not even joking. I said this to my wife earlier this week. Now, I wear a big beard, but I expect to see Kyrie develop as an old man with like a kufi and uh, walking around looking like Dick Gregory, like he's homeless, even though he's a multimillionaire spouting crazy shit about spaceships because see that's where i think Kyrie loses people 
one one day the earth is not round dennis nobody's ever been to the moon uh meat's no good for you i mean people don't want to hear about you we just want to watch you play basketball you know that other shit i ain't with i wish Kyrie would just shut the fuck up and ball i mean if it's some political social i got no problem with but but the stuff that he personally believes i mean because there's kids that look up to you and you cannot get you just can't you just cannot get on on the airwaves and say ridiculous shit like the earth is flat dinosaurs didn't exist i mean you can question god because we don't have any physical proof but you can't question shit that we got proof of it's like he wants to tell you that snow is not real i don't want i mean that's insane yeah he's inside out crazy baron davis you know (laughs) no he's he's out there matter of fact i just commented on something that you posted basketball related about Daryl Dawkins and Shaquille O'Neal. And uh, to tell you the truth, Shaquille O'Neal would have dogged out Daryl Dawkins in a manner that would have been a crime. It would have been actually a crime in every state in America. He would have broke Daryl Dawkins' body on one drive. Not physically. It's because Shaq Think about Orlando Shaq. He didn't move like a big beast. He he was, but he was mobile. He was nimble. Yeah. Well, okay, we're gonna kick off our hip hop. And I like I said, one of the first things I said, June, I gave you a hundred percent credit. This is not Doc's idea. This was something that June posted on his Facebook. I said, I thought in my mind this makes a great conversation. So I, it took me about three weeks to set it up because when you go through all these lists, sometimes you forget people. So I wanted to yeah. actually have some paperwork in front of me while I spouted yeah. this off. And I'm going to let June start. And the first, yeah. the very first topic is the favorite rapper, your favorite rapper of all time. It doesn't have to be one. Right. Okay, so my favorite rapper of all time is Rakim. And it's sort of like back when we had, like, idols, and it was cool to have, to want to be the person that, you know, (laughs) that's your idol, you know. Not necessarily be the person, but you know how we used to look at cars and stuff? Oh, I'm going to get that car when I... Oh, you you mean emulate? (laughs) Yeah. I got you. Yeah, it was it was cool back then that you know have those type of idols like we thought that way. Like now it's like uh, this guy, you know now people are more jealous of the artist, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, well actually back then people actually rooted for the people they like. They didn't hate on the right. people they like. I get you a hundred percent. Now, my favorite all-time is going to be Pac, Eminem, and I have to say, I I started calling this man Bacon because everything tastes better with bacon on it. Ghostface Killer, to me, is Bacon. If you put Ghostface (laughs) on a track, he could probably be on a track with me and it would sound good. He's just Mm me. I enjoy Ghostface Killer. You know, he, he, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're going to go to favorite rappers of the 1980s. Who you got, okay, Jim? Well, I got KRS-One for that. The criminal-minded and that stuff. He When he came out, he was more like, you know, I haven't heard this, you know, I haven't heard this in rap before, this, this type of delivery. And he just seemed smarter, but street at the same time. And, and the sound, it was just everything about him was like, okay, somebody on the block, you know, got a record deal and they went to college also and stuff like that, you know? Hmm. Well, I, KRS is in my top three. I have him, Big Daddy, and LL. Those three mm-hmm. guys in the 1980s, I thought, were the guys. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I thought they were the guys. So, okay, now we got the favorite rappers of the 1990s. Who you got? Uh, I got Biggie. Because of the aura. Like, Biggie was what everybody was talking about. <laughs> and when he when his songs were more like they were catchy, you know. You He's got a great storyteller. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And the music well, went with the story too. I'm in I'm in total shock here, people, because I have one of my favorite rappers from the nineties that he did not just mention, which is insane to me. And I'm going to save him for third. I have Tupac, Biggie, and Rakim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rakim, I loved him. I still have one. I have a bunch of stuff from Rakim that I still play today. Um, know the Ledge is like one of my favorite songs from Juice. It's just, mm-hmm. that story says a lot. If you If you grew up in any kind of ghetto environment, you got to know where the ledge is. You have to. And it was, it was a great beat. It was a great song. And you can't, you really can't say anything about the only thing bad about Biggie was he wasn't prolific like Pac. There's not a lot of hidden tracks that we have came that's come out over these last 20 years that, Oh, you know, this was some shit in the basement. Biggie was a big fat man, and he was obviously a lazy motherfucker because he only got in the studio when he had to. Pac mm. seemed to live in the studio, like if his life depended on it. That's why there's nine million songs from Tupac. You know, okay. Favorite rappers of the two thousands. We're not talking twenty tens, just two thousand. No, 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 no. Uh, you, you could add all the 2000s. I like 50. Yep, because he, not because he's lyrical or anything like that, just his boldness and his, uh, the songs he talk, the songs that he um, makes, right? First of all, one one thing I noticed, I don't know if this is a coincidence or not, but most of his tracks, even if I Google them on YouTube or something like that, everything is recorded loud, <laughs> louder than a lot of other uh, artists' music production. 
and clearer. To me, I mean, it just sounds that way. <laughs> mm. I um uh, I don't have him on my my favorite list of the two thousands. I actually have M, Jay Z, and Tech Nine. Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. I'm, the reason I'm going to talk about Tech Nine over Jay and M, I don't have to say anything about them. Tech Nine is I my favorite form of hip hop is not what I, I call. There's three different kinds of hip hop to me. There's the mellow dudes, and the mellow dudes would have been even all the way back to the old days, like uh, Tribe Called Quest. They, they they're mellow. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Saturday, Saturday. What's their name? De La Soul. Cool, cool guys. Uh, T.L. Smooth. Cool. J. Cole. Cool. Okay. Then you got your lyricists. You know, the Nas's, the Rock Him, Black Thoughts, those type of guys. Mm-hmm. But I always like really banging testosterone rap. I like the MOPs. I like, that's why I love Tech 9 Everything he does is testosterone filled. He is a good lyricist. People don't give him credit. But his music, if you were to take his voice off every track, the tracks still be banging. Right. And see, I don't like slow weed, like, you know, Music that you sit down and sound like you in a jazz club. I ain't with that shit. That's that's my least favorite form of rap music. I rather listen to trap than rappy jazz music. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now we got famous favorite female rappers of all times. Yeah. <laughs> I like Roxanne. I like Roxanne Shante. It was kind of like a toss-up between her and MC Light, but I, 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 she brings the fire when she she she's on the uh, <laughs> when she's on her songs and stuff. Right? I don't know if that had anything to do with Big Daddy Kane and the Juice Crew or whatever, but I, I liked her. Me, number one all time. I mean, this not even this was the easiest thing for me to do. Number one all-time female rap artist is Missy, Missy, Missy Mina Elliott. Mm-hmm. Now, I am enjoying today two young, two other young ladies that most people don't even know about. One is called Lady Leisure. She's from England. And this very nasty Millie Jackson, let's say Millie Jackson of hip-hop, her name is Cupcake. We talking vile. Don't listen to this shit in front of your mother. Don't listen mm-hmm. to this in front of your children. Don't drive by the church with your window down. Listen to Cupcake because she is talking blowjobs and tongues and ass. That's her form mm-hmm. of rap. But yeah. I, she, her wordplay is good. And this chick, Lady Leisure from England, her wordplay. But you got to like the way the what's going on in England and Canada. It's a different wordplay. They don't, they don't really talk about jewelry, cars, and money like American rap. It's not um, about money, jewelry, and status. There, it's about wordplay. They they do like old school. Say like remember the eighties and nineties reggae, 
yeah. where they mm-hmm. dance hall, how they like to play with words, but it wasn't always about your Beamer, you know, BMW. Yeah. So I enjoy that. And then I got to give the, I got to give the Queens credit. I can't have a female list and don't have salt and pepper on it. It's impossible. Impossible to me. What, uh, have, you heard, have you heard Rhapsody? Yes, I heard Rhapsody. I, you know what? I am not a Rhapsody. I'm not a young ma, nor am I a Remy ma fan. I, I don't, I don't want my women in real life on TV or in any shape, form or fashion too masculine. And uh, I know that there's a genre for it, but I don't need young ma telling me about suck her dick. You don't have one, sweetheart. So it's not cute to me. I don't want to hear about it. You know? So I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, really with her. Like I wasn't with uh, Floetry. See, that's too mellow for me. Too mellow. I don't want, I don't want, don't, I don't listen to hip hop for mellow. I listen to hip hop. I want that shit to sound like something I would listen to in a gym. Right. You got it? So now we got the favorite rap groups. All right. So I have Wu-Tang, M.O.P., and Public Enemy. Okay. That's a great group. That's a great gang right there. I got Wu-Tang, Public Enemy, The Roots, Outkast. And if I had to add somebody at the end, because I enjoyed them and I listened to them all the time, and I'm so sad that they no longer make music together, Slaughterhouse. Yeah, I knew you were going to have to. <laughs> See, I didn't know a lot of stuff from M.O.P. I just know that, you know, basically that one song. So I don't have a lot of history with them and their music. But there's nothing that you could say about Wu and Public Enemy. Those are, I mean, you sound like a fool trying to come down on them. They're, they're legends, man. I mean, they're icons. Yep. You know? Now this is a this is a category I probably got a hundred percent wrong because I really don't know who to put here. But favorite okay. trap rapper. Uh well Cameron and I, one of the reasons is it's not today's trap is <laughs> and when he was at when he during his era, it would be considered trap. Okay, so, when he was running around with the purple and the pink furs. Yeah. See, now I put this guy into my trap category, and I don't know if he's mumble or trap, but designer. He's the only one really in this generation that I even listen to any of their music. Mm-hmm. And But I will give him credit. When he came out with Panda, that was a phenomenon. That song mm-hmm. created a dance. Everybody started dapping. I mean, that shit went on for like a year, year and a half. It was so, it wasn't even great. It just was, you know, that and Timmy Turner. I love Timmy. Actually, that's a song I still, you might drive up next to me, and if my window's down, you might hear Timmy Turner come out of my car mm-hmm. because I like the song. He's actually saying something, which these mumble rappers or trap rappers don't seem to do. He's talking about a young white boy who's angry, who wants a gun, who wants to just shoot up everything. And that's real. That's real. 
we got a world full of Timmy Turners. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's one. Favorite dead rapper. Okay, so most people would say B.I.G., but I like the other big guy, Big Pun. Okay. Can't argue with that. A lot of people love Pun. His flow, his style, his charisma. Mine's just Pac, Biggie, and ODB, because I don't think ODB gets enough credit for being, you know what? He had a really good album. Mm-hmm. You know, and and besides, he's woo, so. And we didn't get to see his full potential. <laughs> no, we didn't. Short. Okay, so now favorite lyricist. And that's Ghostface Killer. Oh, he's a hell of a lyricist, but he didn't even make my list. Yeah. I got Nas, Biggie, Pac, M, and Black Thought. I love Black Thought. See, now he might be the mellowest rapper I like. Right. But the Roots also have some tracks that are like banging, uh, like banging. Black Thought is not mellow when he freestyles. <laughs> no, he ain't. Uh, he, matter of fact, The Roots and Black Thought got some, that, uh, they had some some one of their albums was something theory. Oh, mm-hmm. he just he he tore that whole album up. That whole album he just tore it to pop. Okay, your favorite underground rapper. Okay, Joel Ortiz. Okay, that's a good one. Well, once again, this guy makes my list. Tech Nine. Vinny, this is my underground rappers. Are, are different. Vinny Paz and Immortal Techniques. Because they come in, not only are they underground, they really can't work for major labels. They do different styles. They look different because two of one's Puerto Rican, one's an Italian, and the other one's a brother who paints his face. So mm-hmm. I tried to get into MF Doom, but I couldn't. He wasn't for me. Him and Hopsink are not for me. I don't really like them. Is he sort of like uh, Cool Keith from Ultramagnetic? MF Doom. Who, Hopsing? No, MF Doom. Oh, MF Doom? Yeah, I just I, 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 just, I just don't get to get with that. I yeah. don't get with him. So who, now we got most underrated. Uh, to me, uh, Master Killer of Wu Tang. Oh, he that's a that's a good choice. I like his style. I like his style. To me, I think one of the most underrated guys in the last decade or so is Royce the Five Nine. I think that Black Thought is still underrated by not by people in the hip hop community. I'm talking commercial. And I'm not right. talking working on that late night talk show. See, that's commercial. But I'm talking about the Roots style. I think some of those Roots albums should have been double, triple platinum. Uh, I got my boy Tech Nine in there again. Mm-hmm. And my song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my song is underrated. 
See, I'm not talking from a street level of just hip hop. I'm also talking about commercial. Mm-hmm. So, most overrated. This is where it gets fun. <laughs> I got. I'm kind of biased though. I got Eminem. Okay. One, I don't probably didn't hear enough of him. And two, I think the good songs are good, but then I think there's a couple handful of songs that just because he's Eminem, he did that subject matter and stuff like that. Uh, I I can't argue with you there because I didn't I did not feel Rap God and people went crazy for Rap God and I didn't feel it. He's he's had quite a few. He's got some serious haters and he will always have serious haters because they can't see past his color and see his talent. And I think that's a shame because Eminem's got some shit. I tell you, if you want to hear a powerful rap, listen to his very first demo tape. It's called Bitephobia, B-I-T-T-E-R phobia. This is Eminem at 16 or 17 years old where he was given this talent by God, and he can't control it. He is spitting so fast and so furious. It's like somebody gave a Uzi to a three-year-old, and they don't know what to do with it. But you could see where he's going to become. This is like before his talent is developed, because everything has to maturate. So he had no maturity to it. Now, my my most overrated is I had to add a couple of guys because there was no way that I could just target one. First of all, he he's had a lot of good songs, but I think Kanye is way overrated. Mm-hmm. I think Jada Kiss is maybe the most overrated. Well, in New York City, nobody's more overrated than Jada Kiss. They almost act like Jada Kiss is literally top five dead or alive, and he is not. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is overrated. Kendrick Lamar, everything that I've ever liked by Kendrick Lamar has been on collaborations. I have never liked a solo song by him yet. I think 50 Cent is overrated because he's a great hook man. He is not a good rapper. But his hooks are outlandish. I give him credit for that. He makes the concept of the song because think about it. When he's on a song with Buck or if he's on a Mm -hmm. song with Lloyd, they kill him every time. They kill him on his own songs. M kills him on his own songs. Shit, you know who killed him on his own song? Prodigy killed him on his own song. Mm -hmm. Forty Glock, who's garbage, killed him on his own song. So I think 50's overrated, and here's the one that uh, you get hung for in New York, and he's not even a New Yorker. The most overrated next to Jadakiss. Jadakiss is 1A, Guru 1B. I can't find, and I try to be unbiased when it comes to Guru, and God rest his soul, rest in peace, brother. I didn't have anything personal against you. But I thought that he was complete and other garbage every time I heard him. He was nonsense to me. I didn't get him. I wouldn't even use that uh, rapataz 
CD as a coaster. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let a dog piss on it. I'd rather throw it in the garbage. So I don't get Guru. I can't get Guru. He's just as bad as that uh, Lords of the Underground. No, that's not the right guy. Who was the skip it up on my mouth? You know those hey, idiots. Yeah, that's how bad he was to me. He he was worse than Dos Effects. And Dos Effects stunk. I mean, it was a different day. It was a different era. People listened to different things. You know, Dos Effects fit in well with the EMP EPMD and Onyx crowd because Onyx wasn't good either. It just Onyx made you feel a certain kind of way. They had that yeah. energy, but they wasn't good. It, I mean, nobody's listening to Onyx on the rotation today. <laughs> hey, who is this? Good morning. This is Bones. Hey, Bones. What's going on, brother? Chilling. Okay, so now we got who's your favorite producer? Uh, DJ Premier. Okay, yes. Premier is not a bad choice. He's a very popular choice. I'm going with Timberland and RZA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't... Uh, that shit that Timberland was producing coming out of Virginia was for Magoo and Elliot and Genuine, who I can't really put in the rap category, but that stuff that he was producing coming out of there was great. And I have to say, I have to give some love to Dr. Dre. I, I just don't sound right. Mm-hmm. Dre was producing. Uh, the myth, the myth, great producer was a guy who's not a producer. You can't even prove that he ever produced anything. Was Puff. Puff is it. Puff yeah. is an image. He's a brand. He had the hit squad. I mean, no, he had those guys uptown. He he was the face. He he didn't produce shit. You know, he's a businessman. So I'm not buying into that he was a producer. Bones, did you have a uh, particular hip hop producer that you liked? Uh, no. Okay. So we're gonna go to favorite rap albums. Of all time, this is all timers. Who you got there, Mr. June? Okay, so I got Let the Rhythm Hit Him, Arabian Rock. It takes a nation of millions. Yeah, those two. Okay, well, I'm 100% with you. It takes a nation of millions by um, Public Enemy is on my list. Into the Woo, 36 Chambers. And strictly for my niggas by Tupac Shakur. That you give me those three albums and I'm good to go. If I got nothing else, I am good to go. What's your favorite rap album of all times, Bones? Um, <clears throat> yeah, the Public Enemy. Anything Public Enemy, but I like the um, you know, the Nation of Million. I mean, uh, take a Nation of Million to hold us back. Um. Uh, so that's what I'm going with. It's my old-time favorite, one and only. What's one and only? Oh, the public enemy, Nation of Millions. Oh. It takes a Nation of Millions. 
pulls back. Okay. So this is an easy one. Today, today, meaning recently, what mm-hmm. are you listening to June hip hop wise? Hip hop wise. <clears throat> well, my era, I listen to. No, 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 no. E word is today, now, N O W, brother. The N O W. The song I like out of today is uh, Pills and Automobiles with Chris Brown and Yo, Yo Gotti and stuff, right? And A Boogie with the Hoodies, OD. Okay, well, I got to write those down and check those out because I'm not familiar <laughs> with either one. Yeah. Right now, what I'm listening to is Real Right by My Song, mm-hmm. the remix to both Homicide and uh, the remix to Isis, which are both Joyner Lucas songs. Joyner Lucas, well, matter of fact, one of them is banging something horrible. Isis remix has Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mac Miller, J. Cole, Joyner Lucas, and Logic. And then he used all of those guys again on the remix to Homicide. And Mm -hmm. What he did was, I think this is ingenious. This guy's name is Nikin Randaha, right? What he did was he took five different songs, This well, six different artists. He took six different tracks from their own personal albums and blended them in to join a Lucas's one song. And the shit mm-hmm. flows effortlessly. I mean, it just flows beautiful. I mean, I highly recommend anybody who likes hip-hop to listen to To hear all those voices on one song together flow like that, and it's not even one song. Because mm-hmm. this is another one. Remember I said this earlier? I never really liked Kendrick. But when you put yeah. Kendrick in a collaboration, he just flows well. He has those pockets where he's really good. Like, he'll put like 36 bars that's good. But when he puts the whole album together, because that uh, something of a butterfly, I hated that album. (laughs) I I hated that album. And that's the album I think he won all the Grammys for. Mm -hmm. To Kill a Butterfly or something like that. See, my thing is this. I love music. I love all forms of music. Music's in my blood. I love drumming. That's my thing. But I don't need any recording artist trying to tell me how to live. Don't kick knowledge to me. That's why I wasn't the greatest fan of KRS-One. I read books and I went to college too. The, the information is out there. I don't need my favorite rapper to tell me. My favorite rapper's job is to move my ass. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't need you preaching to me. I'm not buying a fucking record so that you preach to me about anything. Don't tell me about pork. Don't tell me about the environment. Don't tell me about fucking fluoride and water. I don't want to hear it. Because if I'm interested in those subjects, I'll do my own due diligence. So don't try to open my third eye. Not when I'm listening Mm -hmm. three and a half minutes of your track and I don't know how you really live. Because some of these guys pretend to be one thing and it's all an image that they need to pro- to promote. You know what I mean? Yep. 
I mean, think about this. Here's a guy who's been pro-Africa and pro-like black stuff most of his career, but he keeps it so street that you you say this guy's conflicted. Nas, one second Nas is trying to be righteous, the next second he's talking about Queensbridge and 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 some other nonsense. So, you know what? I say save it. Just give me the music. Mm-hmm. So, are you listening to anything out there, Bones, today, hip hop wise? Well, um, I like J. Cole. And, uh, of course, you know, I got all these kids in my house. So, out of their artists that I like is, uh, I just like the way he just, the content is garbage, but I just like the way he just beats um, 21 Savage. And, of course, Lil Nas X with the old country road, even though that's a country song. You know what? I have no problem. I'm actually happy for little Nas X. He stepped out mm-hmm. of the box. Uh, it's hard to be young, black in America because nobody's going to ride you harder than other black people. I can't imagine the hate that he gets from black people for that song. We know the white world. And he he did a smart thing having Billy Ray on that song that opened some doors for him. But how often is that song being played on like Hot 95? Are they uh, are they playing that? Um, I don't know because I don't have that station. I mean, uh, you know, being up, you know, up in the boonies, but uh, on Sirius XM Radio, they're playing it on uh, okay. on their song on their hip hop station. They are playing it. June, are they playing it in New York? Mm, not as much as they would be playing other songs. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, think about it. This, this, this song, but like is they, number one. like Z100, like stuff like like stations like like, like Z100 and stuff, they play it on that, on those. Okay, because this was the but, number one hip hop song for five weeks. It should have had, it should have been a heavy rotation. I mean, heavy rotation. Yeah. And see, I don't listen to the radio. I Years ago, I found out, one, I don't want to hear no DJ. I don't want to hear no commercials. I don't need to hear you tell me about anything. I, I already watched the news before I left home, so I know what the weather is. So I brought, what I do is I went back old school. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Walkmans are back. Not the typical Walkman that you used to have. Now they're digital Walkmans, MP3, and all you got to do is plug it to your car, and you got nonstop commercial-free music, thousands of songs. I never turn my radio. They could take the radio out of my SUV tomorrow. I wouldn't miss it because I don't play it, Mm -hmm. and I refuse to play it. Sirius offers me six months free Sirius all the time, but two things I don't like. Every once in a while, I'm going to hear a commercial, and I got to hear DJ. I don't give a fuck what Sway is talking about. I really don't. I don't want to hear Sway. Unless Sway was at my front door, I got no reason to hear him. So I, I pass on all DJs. I'm not a fan of any DJ on the planet. Not a one. Not enough to hear him talk about anything. And I don't want to, I don't do, I don't listen to interviews. That much I will say. I don't listen to interview shows. So um, his, his his um, even though 
Of course, you know, white people are the ones who buy, you know, dominate as far as sales go. They want to buy the most hip-hop. Like that old country road song is not long, as we all know, but I think it's been number one for 12 weeks. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That is, that should be, a song like that automatically should be in serious heavy rotation. And the only yeah. thing that keeps it off a serious heavy rotation is that they don't like, one, his persona, because he embraces the cowboy hats and the cowboy boots and stuff like that. So he's not gutter. He's not gangster. He's not ghetto enough. So there's no place for him. You know, how does Sway have him on after having the game come through the studio the day before? It's just a hard sell. I understand it's a hard sell. Yeah. Here's a good one. Rappers you hate. I I hate Kodak Black. (laughs) Okay. Me personally, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pick on the two guys that I already said that I thought was the most overrated because that's too easy, but I'm going to do something that's pretty prejudiced and uh, horrible. I'm going to bunch every little in the crowd. You put the name (laughs) I hate every little. I don't give a damn if your name is Xanax. I don't care if your name is Pump. I don't care if your name is Little Dildo. All the little rappers with the face tattooed and look like they haven't washed in like a month or so. And if you ever notice, all the littles look like dope fiends too. They all look like dope fiends. They, they look stink. Like if you was in a room with them, you'd be like, this dude smells like piss and ass. So I, ain't, I I can't remember anybody named Little Something who could really rap these days. So I bunched them all together. And they're all protege- They all come from uh, Little Wayne's uh, success, if you're going to call it that. <laughs> Little Wayne started the skanky look. The dope fiend skank. Don't forget, Little Wayne had moments where he was really looking rank and horrible. Mm-hmm. But I give him Little Wayne credit. I'm going to talk about Little Wayne a little later, but Little Wayne is not a rap I hate. So I I I apologize and I exclude Little Wayne from the little conversation. He's not in my little conversation. Okay. What about you, Dex? You got, I mean, Bones, you got any rappers that you just out and out hate hearing them? Oh, well, um, <clears throat> that Kodak Black cat, um, and this other one, even though he he probably won't be rapping for a long time, if ever, um, 169, 69, Takashi, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah Takashi 69. Yeah. I think you've heard your last of him. Yeah. Yeah. Because who is he going to sell records to? There's no radio station or or radio company that could really sign him. He would have to go back underground. And I mean, if he went about the streets, his street cred is on like uh, minus 1,000. So... He's done. 
What's your favorite mixtape? Uh, I don't listen to mixtapes, so I don't have okay. a favorite in that category. <laughs> I do have a favorite mixtape, and I am now officially a fan of the UK United Kingdom's grind music scene. And uh, there was a mixtape called UK Grime Mixtape Number Four, which I think mm-hmm. is just insane. I, I like I like the freshness of hearing other come. I've been listening to other country hip hop lately. I'm talking about places like Korea, Japan, Turkey, Istanbul, Israel, the Middle East. I mean, there's rappers in Egypt, and yeah. they talk about stuff that is not talked about here. Meaning, everybody's not going to talk about Percocets and. And, and drug houses and how many bitches you fucked and what kind of car you drive. After a while, if you hear 30 songs like that in a row, it becomes boring. You can hear about somebody saying something else. So I'm, I'm into UK music. Do you listen yeah, to any um, tapes? Okay. Bones? No, I haven't uh, listened to any, you know, thing outside of the U.S., no, no, no. Oh, Mixed yeah. are not, they're not uh, exclusively uh, international. Millions of American artists make mixtapes. Millions. Almost every... Matter of fact, I had on here the S. Carter mixtape was one of my favorite tapes. You don't remember when he came out with the sneakers? Jay-Z came out with his sneakers, those S. Carters? Yeah. yeah. He came out with a mixtape to promote those sneakers. And that tape oh, was wow. bad as hell. But I'm I just found that this UK tape was so much better that I went with that instead. But you name the artist. Fifty Cent's got mixtapes, DJ Premier's got mixtapes, um I don't know if Snoop ever really did mixtapes. Think about it, Nipsey Hussle's whole career was mixtapes. He only dropped one studio album. Mm-hmm. So most of these guys do massive amounts of mixtapes. That's how they get known first before they get a record deal. And speaking of UK, most of the major successful rappers even early go on tour in UK and get get a big chunk of their sales from the UK. Yeah, well, right now, uh, I, I got to give. Storms he credit. He did something that's phenomenal. He's the first black British hip hop artist to open a festival in Glasgow, Scotland. He's 24 years old, which makes him the second youngest man to ever even open this festival. The youngest man to ever open this festival is David Bowie. Now a young black man. We're talking about performing in front of 125,000 people at one time. That is phenomenal. That's when you made it. Matter of fact, the, he started his concert off with him in a boardroom with Jay-Z. Jay-Z was blessing him. So he put that on the screen. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what? You, you obviously are carrying a culture over there. So we need you to do a good job. So, congratulations to Stormzy because that's that's humongous, man. We can barely—I mean, if you're not Kanye West or Jay Z, 
you barely kick off uh, one of these uh, big festivals in the U.S. Yeah. I mean, shit. Okay, you know who can do it in the U.S.? Wu-Tang can do it in the U.S. Public Enemy can come out of retirement and kick off a festival in the U.S. because of who they are. They're so iconic. But Nas can't kick off a festival. J. Cole can't kick off a festival as big as he is. Because is a white man going to put millions and millions of dollars behind a a, a venue that's a four-day music fest, and you got to be the biggest artist at the music fest, and those guys just don't apply as the biggest artist yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, June, your favorite rap songs of all times, my friend. Thank you, so much. All time favorite is rocking, uh, everything in rocking. Check out my melody. Uh, because it was that and, um, Clap Your Hands, that, 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 that single, double-sided single, two-song single, mm-hmm. came out in 86, that introduced me to him, right? Um, the rest is just a variety of songs. That one would be the standout for me. Okay, well, for me, this is my all-time favorite hip-hop song. Uh, bar none, there's no nothing even close to second, but I do have others. Whatever It Takes by Joe Buttons. The story that he tells on this song, and it's a long song, is just something that from the very first time that I heard, like the very first eight bars of music, I didn't even have to hear him say anything. I heard the music and it trapped me. Because he's just talking about whatever it takes to get through life, whatever it takes to to make it another day when you're struggling. And so I listen to this song all the time. It's like a part of my life. And then I love No Love by Lil Wayne and Eminem. See, this is why I can't shit on Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is on my second favorite all-time hip-hop song. So if you are my all-time favorite hip-hop song list, I can't shit on you. And him and Eminem, this song is is great. And then Ghostface Killer and Amy Winehouse, you know I'm no good. Great song. Just freaking great song. This is the mixture of arm hip hop, like great. And I never heard that song. I have to go listen to that. You gotta listen. There's no way you can't like this. And see, this is not one of those. Uh, this isn't Mary and uh, Matt. This isn't Mary and Ghostface. Those were horror fucking stories. Horror stories. Especially Ghostface and Mary. That was a horror. I mean, when you're talking about shaking a box and roaches crawling out of it, there's no, there's no joy there. Six of us sleeping in a bed. Two of my brothers got cerebral palsy. That's a nightmare. That man describes a nightmare. Uh, this is a joyous song. Him and him and uh, Amy is a joyous song. It's uplifting. It's upbeat. The music is. It's like that 1960s banging music. Mm-hmm. You know how Amy shit was. 
So, you have a favorite song, Bones. The message. Okay. Um, and um, public enemy, welcome to the Terra Dome. Okay, those are not and, bad at all. Yeah, and of course, oh, oh yes, Eric B and Rakim. Eric B for president. Yeah. That's a you know favorite rap songs is a category that you could break down into like 50 categories alone because you could have favorite rap songs that make you feel something, favorite rap songs that make you party, favorite rap songs that tell a story. I mean, it's it's so many, but I'm just, we're just leaving it at favorite rap songs because shit, I mean, if it was just favorite rap songs that make you dance, man, I still have a feeling for, uh, chub rock and uh Mm. uh, that song is always going to be a party song to me and that uh what's his name rob bass okay (laughs) that's just part and here's one who i said is not my favorite i put him on my most overhyped list but 50 Cent did give us in the club, which is a great, great, people want to hear that shit on their birthday every year. So he did give an anthem, you know. Right. So the difference between those songs, like Rob Bass and stuff, and even some of my favorite artists, and today's artist songs is the longevity. I don't think too many of these songs today are going to be played 20 years from now. Like the ones that we're talking about 20 years later are still going to be played 40 years later. Well, you, you June, you're hundred percent right. See, this is where I had a problem with one person who was an icon, absolute icon in the hip hop industry. And it's not, I think that she's more iconic because she's grown bigger than hip hop. But if you really think about it, who listens to Latifah's music today? Nobody listens to Latifah. We all love Latifah, but we don't want to hear that shit from... It sounds dated. Latifah sounds dated. Eric B. and Rakim don't sound dated. Salt and Pepper don't sound dated. Big Daddy Kane can. It's impossible for him to sound dated. You know, like, uh, I, I even MC Light sounds dated. I mean, these are people I love in their time. You know who doesn't sound dated? Big Daddy. I mean, no. What's the fat boy? Heavy D. Heavy right. D still jumps today like he jumped in. But some artists, no matter. See, that's why I can't. I don't. I have to say, Karis is not in my rotation at all. And I have a rotation of about 5,000 songs. Because he's talking from a different time. Uh-huh. When you were kicking that knowledge stuff, pro-black 80s, where people were walking around with the stupid fucking African uh, thing around their neck, that's what you dating today. Uh-huh. You know? It doesn't make it bad. It just makes a different day. And you're uh-huh. right. Nobody is going to want to hit me with in 10 years, they ain't gonna want to hear it in two years. Yeah. I don't want to hear it in three months. You know? 
Well, actually, Queen Latifah today, with this Me Too movement here and women's empowerment, it may not be actually be so dated. Well, for women. But, yeah, for women. Yeah, I mean, do would you put on today out of the blue, ladies first? Would you put that on? No, 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 I wouldn't. Thank you. See, thanks for being honest, because I wouldn't either. Yeah, he, he wasn't talking about if, if she comes out and makes a song. But he was no, talking no, about no. the song that she did make. I ain't, like I said, I got nothing but love for Latifah. Think about it. Latifah is bigger than hip-hop. She did what LL did. She She's actress, movie star. I mean, that's a name that everybody knows. People know that name from the ages of five to 65. Latifah, I mean, she's on TV. Doesn't she have a hit TV show that's been on for four or five years? Yeah. She had a hit hit TV show when we were younger. Yeah. Latifah is out there. So you don't take that away from her. And I wouldn't take that away from her. See, but you could still put on Mama Said Knock You Out by LL. You could still put that on. You could still put on one of those collaborations that he did when he would, you know, when him and Cannabis and then we're going to war. Yeah, take take uh, Eric B as president. Rakim hasn't made, you know, a commercial, commercially hasn't made anything in years. And that's like, you can play that anywhere at any time today. Listen, him... Like I said, there are certain guys. You know who's dated? I, I had this conversation yesterday. Y'all might not agree with me. Snoop Dogg's dog father. I can't listen to that album now. It shit sounds like it was from 100, 110 years ago. The only mm-hmm. song that was good on it is like 187 on the Under of a Cop. The rest of it sounds, gin and juice and stuff like that sounds old to me. It just sounds old. It sounds worn out. Maybe I listened to it too much when it was around. I don't know. Uh, I think you would play it only if it's if there's a series of songs, like a mix, and then you put one of those into the mix. Right, but I'm I'm talking about him, him not remixed, him straight up, straight up no ice, just him. Now, has he made stuff since then? that I would still like. I'm not saying the man is dated. I'm just saying that particular sound. Uh, mm-hmm. you, I still would listen to Beautiful Today with him and Pharrell. Yeah. I like that. Matter of fact, I like Snoop Dogg with Uncle Charlie. Mm-hmm. I, I love Uncle Charlie from uh, the Gap Band. Shit. That guy's got mm-hmm. a legendary voice. Hey, man, from what I hear, you guys are sizzling like we are. We are burning... We are talking about it's been in the 90s every day and staying in the fucking 90s, man. I don't know about you guys. I even had to change my 4th of July plans because it's too hot. We're going to be about 100 degrees. I'm not doing anything in that weather. Yeah, we're up there. <laughs> but you guys are usually 10 degrees or more hotter than us. So, But still, we were, we were last night it was, uh, or the night before it was 80 degrees. And this is at 10 o'clock at night. So. Yeah, we we, I think most of the most of the country is in a heat storm, and it like I said, it is sizzling down here. This is uh, it's so damn hot that we are getting these 
Miami rainstorms during the day, thunderstorms that last 15 minutes and two minutes later, the sun is back out. Mm -hmm. So it's miserable, but I hope you guys have a great 4th of July. Um, Be safe, man. No drinking and driving. Yeah. If you're going to see the fireworks, I hope the fireworks are off the hook. And um, don't buy the cheapest fucking Franks and Burgers you can, man. Do it, do it upright. Or don't do it. Yeah. Get no fucking hard-ass yeah. Walmart Burgers. That's garbage. <laughs> Throw them yeah. shits out. Or if you got a dog in the neighborhood, cook them up and give them to the dog. Yeah. Don't give no fucking human being those box burgers from Walmart. I look at them, I laugh every time I see those shits. I, I went to somebody's house like two, four, four Julys ago, and they had those. And me and my wife looked at each other and was like, what kind of fucking meat is this, really? I mean, damn. You need, like, you need your teeth and a set of teeth on top of your teeth just to bite through them. Yeah. That brown, <laughs> everybody knows that brown box of shit they got at Walmart. Don't, that's not human food. Gotta have a couple of dollars in the bank to buy. Uh, get the, if you're gonna buy a box of fr- a hot dog, I mean, uh, hamburgers, make it a thirteen dollar box. If you getting if you getting twelve burgers for six ninety nine, you know that shit ain't good meat. <laughs> that's a guarantee. That's just that's just being cheap, man. You only live once. Cheap ain't the way to do it. So I'm I'm, I'm interested in this uh, free agency today. I hope some yeah. people sign definitely before next Sunday so that I have something to talk about. Uh I don't I don't think this is gonna be a wait around period. Didn't LeBron last year sign the first day? Yes, he did. Okay, yeah. hopefully it'll be like that kind of party with Kawhi. But I think Kawhi is gonna to wanna to drag this shit out and be queen for the day for a little while. Yeah. Because everybody's kissing gonna go for um, yeah, what, 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 what do you think about the risk of Durant? I, me personally, I guess that I've been convinced that 85% of Kevin Durant is still better than 99% of everybody else. But I, if I can get Durant for four years, which he won't give you, I would take him. But I'm not locking in for five. Because by the end of that fifth year, he's going to be making like $45 million. And let's not forget, that bastard is seven feet tall. They don't come back from Achilles. So, mm-hmm. and if I get Kevin Durant, he's got to be a two-four. It's got to be him and somebody. I don't yeah. want just him. You know, if I can get him and Kyrie and they end up in Brooklyn, Brooklyn should be happy. Yo, Brooklyn could sit out a year. And wait for that to ha- develop. Mm-hmm. But Kawhi, this is my thought on Kawhi. If Kawhi goes to the Lakers, first of all, every Laker fan is going to climb out of the ground like the Walking Dead come Monday. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be annoying. But here's the deal. I feel that the Lakers would then win at least three straight championships. Because who the hell could yeah. compete with that? Who could compete yeah, with man. that? But I don't see I don't see Kawhi wanting to be he wouldn't even be Robin. He would be like Batgirl. You got 
LeBron is Ro- Batman. AD is going to be Robin. So why would he Batgirl or Commissioner Gordon? Why would he do that yeah. to himself? And one thing on that, he requested to meet with them, but he, he wanted to meet with Magic there. And I think they're not going to do it with Magic. They're just going to do it with Genie Bus. So Listen, I don't think he really feels, feels that management, you know. June, it's not the man doesn't work for the team, so he legally can't be there. Because think about it, since he doesn't legally work for the team, he's not obligated to keep anything secret in the meeting. Trust me. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I was just talking about the fact that Kawhi wanted him there. You know what? Like I said, Kawhi is being queen for the day, so. He, he wants everything. He wants you to pay for this. He wants you to do that. He's getting his ass kissed royally, and he deserves it. But this mm-hmm. is me. Kawhi, you want to go home, turn the Clippers into something. You got Patrick Beverly there. Maybe you bring Butler over with you. You got a damn good running mate. I can see, I can see Butler leaving Philly to go play with Kawhi. Yeah. Um, and then you still the man. You are still the dude. I think Kawhi wants to be that dude. Hasn't he proven that he can be that dude? Yeah. I don't see I him mean, going to the Lakers because you'll be you'll be um second, third, like you said, third fiddle. I would go someplace and carve out something else with like the Clippers, and you would be you'll be a, you'll be a god. You keep riding your high. Yeah, could you imagine if he wins a championship with the Clippers, he would have won a championship with three different teams, right? Mm-hmm. And potentially the MVP of the finals for three different teams. Nobody in history has ever done that. He has a chance to do something for his legacy that will put him in the argument of one of the greatest players ever. You don't get right, that. That's like Mm-hmm. People were surprised that Rant opt out of his contract with Golden State. If he cared anything about his legacy, he has no choice but to opt out because he will forever be the guy who joined a champion, uh, you know, a seventy-three win championship team already to make it the superpower. Yeah, uh, but he he did get there before with the Thunder. They just lost to LeBron and him. They lost yeah, to yeah. They lost to my Spurs a couple of times in the playoff, deep in the playoff. Uh he found out a long time ago. It was a pretty smart move on him, so I, I don't fault Kevin because he said yeah. Russ is a great player, but he ain't that dude. Think right. before we get out of here, let's just think about that Thunder team. Think about that Thunder team. Kevin Durant, right? Ibaka was on that team, a champion, two champions. Russell Westbrook on that team. Kendrick Perkins, a champion on that team. Harding was on that team. And they could not win a title, but they were babies. Basically, they were mostly babies. But what team has ever had that much talent on one team? Durant, Westbrook, and Harden. Three MVPs. Three MVPs. One team. 
But it'd it be like that sometimes. But mm-hmm. this should be an interesting week for us sports fans. You're a sports fan. Free agency is fun. Just just do yourself a favor, please. Don't take gospel from Stephen A. Smith's mouth because Stephen A. Smith does not speak the gospel. And the reason I say that is if he says something, do you notice that he never puts a name to it? He never, I spoke to somebody. Well, who the fuck you speak to? You're supposed to be a reporter. Tell us who you spoke to. And I guarantee you, then he'll get all loud and crazy, and he'll be saying nothing. And then the very next segment, I watched him Friday. First segment, he said it's a great idea for Kawhi to go play with the Lakers. The very next segment, it's the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. Like, so where was I for the first 15 minutes when you said it was great? Now you say it sucks. So make up your mind. Which one is it? You want to be right on both ends. This way you can't be wrong. So hit hey, Max. Me, me, I got, is. Yeah, me, I got a tough Knicks fan, so I just got <laughs> hope for not the worst. <laughs> I just got to sit back and watch. That's all. I can't expect anything. Well, I'm surprised that no Nick fan uh, – I'm sorry, two things I'm really surprised that Nick fans aren't all alcoholics or drug addicts because the pain that y'all live under is incredible. Y'all start every season knowing that you're going to suck ass. <laughs> every season. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. you know, I know, I'm a, I'm a hard sports fan, man, so I know the pain. But damn. Well, man, yeah, I, this, I, was, this was absolutely painful, them not getting the first or second round draft pick and then Kevin Durant. Suffering this this injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 Dolan being born senior Dolan's son. So it's yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Let's let's see how this plays out because, like I said, next Sunday I'm going to be talking about who signed where and how I think that works. In my mind, I ain't no mm-hmm. expert, but just my opinion. But gentlemen. I want y'all both to go have a great day. I appreciate you calling in Bones. I appreciate you calling, not just calling in June, but also actually coming up with the topic for today. I appreciate it big time. So that lets you know that I pay attention to what people post online. I seen that. I said I wasn't wrong with that. I said that that was a good idea. And since you were the one, to come up with it, I'm glad that you had a, a great deal to do with, with making it come. So, yep. gentlemen, once again, you guys have a great day, man. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your families and whatever you're into. And I'm going to just say, like I always say, peace to you and peace to everybody listening. Okay, fellas? I'm out. Peace. Out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.